the doll. I really like this episode. This is a great episode. This episode has really, really, really good structure to start with. You know I appreciate that. I know you do. Like, everything just adds up, and it all comes together at the end, and it's good along the way, too. It's, it, this is a really solid episode. This is the best one in season two since Trick or Treat. Okay. So, I'm watching this episode, and I think to myself, one of the reasons why they wanted to write this episode was just because Jeff and Larry seem to love saying the word Juday. Juday? Judy. Judy. Oh, Judy. Judy. Oh, God. I thought you said Juday, like a Jewish holiday. No, sometimes they say it like <laughs> Juday. <laughs> yeah, now I get what you're saying. I just completely did not get that at first. They spend this entire episode yeah. just Juday. Mangling the word Judy. Juday. Yes. Juday. 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 That's actually, you actually think the whole entire episode came from them just like sitting around saying Judy like that? And I just feel like they wanted to write an episode where they could say Judy as many times as funny as they could. Well, if that was the goal, I would say they did a good job. So the first thing I wrote down, which I actually think is really funny the more I rewatched it, is it opens in the meeting with ABC, mm-hmm. like in the middle of the meeting. And everyone's talking. It's very professional. And it's not like the meeting's done. Like they're in the middle of a meeting. And Jeff just goes to Larry like, what's with you in the water? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that never happened in a professional meeting. He interrupts the ABC CEO to like ask Larry why he's drinking so much water. As if like he could not he, – like he's not paying attention to what's going on. He could care less about like the actual business. He's just like focused on Larry drinking a lot of water. It's really weird. I, I wrote down the same thing. It's just really like it's totally unprofessional for his manager. Totally, totally unprofessional. He's trying like, to like seal the deal here. Come on. Yeah, exactly. He could not be farther away from the point. Uh, and and why didn't he ask him that like earlier or after the meeting? Like it, it just. It's, no, yeah, you're right. Like clearly, clearly they were talking beforehand, sitting in the in the wait. No, Jeff Jeff thought that's a great idea. Bring it up right. Then exactly. Then. So you know what I'd never put together until now is they talk about how Jason is also coming to ABC for a show about a motivational speaker. That's a real show. That was a real show. That was Bob Patterson. It was Bob oh. Patterson, motivational speaker on ABC. That was a real show, and I, I looked it up. It was just that time. So that's actually a pretty meta move by Curb, but that was happening at ABC. That's pretty good. You know, I meant to look that up, but I forgot. I thought oh. maybe that was a reference to well, Listen Up. No, I thought that at first, too, but that was his second show after uh, after Seinfeld. Got it. Listen oh. Up. Season 2 of Curb was like 2001. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a long time ago. Listen Up was 2005 or six. Yeah, no, I think 2005. Um, after Seinfeld, Kramer had the Michael Richards show the year after. Then right. Jason is that the one where he was a detective? Yeah, and Tim yeah. Meadows is on it. Uh, I remember seeing like three episodes and thinking it was funny, but who knows? Well, we can review that next. I've actually tried to always find it online. I can't do it anywhere. Hmm. Then Jason Alexander did Bob Patterson the year after. Then the year after, Julie Louis-Dreyfus did Watching Ellie, which was awful. Yes. All those were canceled after like four episodes, by the way. The curse of Seinfeld. All right, m- move on. Okay. They leave the meeting. He invites him to Harriet Beecher Stowe. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what Larry asked when he walks out? Oh, the difference. What's scene? the difference between Harriet Beecher Stowe and Harriet Tubman? <laughs> First of all, they have different names, so they're different people. So there's obviously a lot of differences. <laughs> it's just like a classic dumb Larry question. Yeah. Like completely oblivious, completely offensive. All right. Now you can move on. So they do this weird uh, exterior establishing shot of the ABC studios at night. Uh, okay. It's just clearly a Photoshop job. Um, okay. 
it just doesn't look real. So did not notice that, but okay. Some sort of composite. And I felt like wa- watching through this episode, a lot of those shots, they just didn't record them. So hmm. they just photoshopped them to make them look uh, like nighttime and they look terrible. Like completely terrible. Bad cinematography. What else you got? Um, so, so my next note, yeah, I guess we're going back and forth. Um, I don't exactly remember what scene it was. I, I think it was maybe at the Michelson's or after the first night, after the first screening, or maybe it was at the end of the first screening when they're talking about part two and Jeff invites them to dinner. And he's like, so you guys want to go dinner before part two? And Cheryl starts making up some like, uh, uh, maybe. And Larry's like, nope. And Cheryl's like, well, what he means to say is like, we're, we have plans. So he's like, no, we don't have plans. I thought about it. We're not going to dinner with you. Like, I don't want to go to dinner with you. Was, and the way he said it was just like perfectly straightforward, like perfectly blunt. Very, very good Larry line. Yeah. Did Freeze you it. find the cut between the theater and the house to be really awkward? No, I didn't. Like they, they didn't make it any. I, I missed that they transitioned from the theater to the house. Well, once a theater, once a house, it's pretty easy to pick up on. I mean, the house was really nice. It looked like the lobby to a theater. I was well aware they were in a house. Okay. I didn't have a problem picking up on that. So Larry goes to the bathroom. Yes. And so when Larry... Did you catch a line that Jeff says when Larry goes to the bathroom? Jeff's talking to uh, the Michael, both the Michelsons and Cheryl. Maybe. What so he, he says... He's talking about... Uh, the amount of cleavage that Harriet Beecher Oh, Stowe yes. Has. Yes. And you, it, Jeff's off screen, but you hear his voice, like, thanking them for the bosom in that shot, yes. right? <laughs> I have to thank your producer. <laughs> I have to thank <laughs> Like, what compels him to, to say that to Cheryl? And, like, he's trying to seal the deal here. Why, why is ABC doing business with Jeff at this point? Like, <laughs> he's not coming across strong. Jeff is a terrible agent. Uh, yeah, apparently. Okay, so here's one flaw with the Larry in the bathroom scene. We find out later in the series that Larry always pees sitting down. Ooh. This becomes a plot Ooh. point in, and I forget what episode and I forget what season. Good. No, no, no. I'm going to get it. Now I'm going to think about this the whole rest of the time. I'm pretty sure it's season four. Wait, he hurts his back. It's when he hurts his back and he walks to the cane. Uh, it, it'll hit me. But yeah, that's a really good call. Right, so maybe he's trying to pee standing up because he wants to put his foot against the door and block people from coming in. But Larry always pees sitting down. Yeah. I think it's season five. I'll I'll get back to this. So anytime we see him peeing standing up from now on, it just doesn't work. I I did like the scene, like, of him, like, in the different poses, like, trying to, like, pee while pressing the door back. Like, I, I I thought that was a good acting job by Larry in that. So then we come to Larry cutting the hair of the Judy doll. Once again, Larry is just hilarious with children. Yeah, Uh, he's good with children. Like, the girl's like, do you think it's too long? And he's just like, "Eh, it's kind of long there. Like, like why why does he even need to, like, tell her, like, how he feels about how long the hair is? Like, it's, it's good. I mean, and on the show, Larry doesn't have kids. But in real life, I'm pretty sure Larry has two children. In the Curb special, he actually mentions having kids. Okay. But in real life, he... he I'm sorry, on the show, he doesn't have kids whatsoever. Correct. That no we mention know. Of it. Um, there's a small continuity error in the scene. Larry's talking about a Swiss Army knife, and then he's, like, obviously cutting the hair with blue scissors. 
Oh, I missed that too, was he? Yeah, he's obviously cutting it with blue scissors. Uh, they try to conceal it when he hands the doll uh, uh, to the oh, little man. girl. Man, I was not, my eyes were not Probably because it's just like impossible to cut that hair with it. It's impossible yeah, to actually cut anything I would have thought so. Like, Swiss Army knife scissors. Yeah, agree. Uh, and I like Larry's conviction that the doll looks very Swiss. <laughs> yeah, no, it's French, isn't it? No. I think it's, I think it's oh, French. Oh, no, it was. He uh, says Swiss Army knives. Swiss are for people that don't like to fight wars and then the doll's hair looks very french you're missing up your european countries he says he she looks swiss later in the episode does he yeah okay so so my question was like i know they need this for the plot but like the girl goes from being happy to like being hysterical and i guess kids do this but like in like 10 seconds like you know like why does she go crazy about the hair that quickly I'm guessing it was because the the other lady, the the tattletale lady, went upstairs and told her that the hair wasn't going to grow back, and she just yeah. turned. I, I, it's not believable. But. I, I I know that that's what they're setting up to because they do show her walking upstairs and like that. But still, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't really like believe the acting of that, the plot of the acting of that part. But it's so relevant towards the whole episode. I I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes the episode tick. So I'll give it a pass. Yeah. Um, next straight line is when at night, um, Larry asking Cheryl, divorce. Is it a divorce? <laughs> yeah. So matter of fact. Yeah. Is it a divorce? It's a divorce? Oh, I'll move out. Is it a divorce? Are we at divorce? Um, totally at peace with it. Yeah. It, it's all in the delivery. He delivers it so perfectly. Yeah. Like he's been waiting for this moment his whole life. Exactly. Is this the divorce moment? Is this the... Then the next the next day is great. First of all, it's just Larry and Jeff driving back and forth five times and getting in trouble at every point of the way. Yeah. Larry and Jeff messing everything up. This was that was this was like a great Larry and Jeff episode together. Like that was such a great scene of them just driving back and forth and like I think that I think that goes a long way to solidifying like their friendship tour mm-hmm. as the season goes on. Like this was like a good Larry and Jeff are friends episode. Yeah, they're just like two they're just like two kids just constantly getting in trouble yeah, all day. They're just like two idiots driving back and forth. Um so I, I there were a few parts within that I liked. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to say. So the first thing the first visit that they do is to Jeff's house. First visit to Jeff's house. To get the doll. Right. I like that Jeff has like no plan here whatsoever. As to, like, what what is he going to do if he sees Susie? He has no excuse. What he is stealing from his child. Yeah, but, like, he he has no reason to be there. No, correct. If Susie answers the door, what is he going to say? Why is Larry there? Uh, we're, we're ner- worried about the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have some great lines in the, in the room. This is actually where Larry says that she looks Swiss. He tells Jeff that she looks Swiss when oh, they're looking for the doll. You're right, you're right. And then he calls her Sweet Judy Brown Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet, sweet Judy Brown Eyes. And then their, their cover-up when Susie comes in, though, like, isn't, like, isn't bad. Like, it's Jeff's pretty like, terrible. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it was terrible. It was, Jeff it was, had ripped a shelf off the wall. There were dolls Jeff all ripped. over the floor. You're right. <laughs> and then he brings Larry. Larry knows a lot about shelving. He, Larry put up all the right. shelves there's, in his house. There's no one who knows less about shelving than Larry. <laughs> I like, Jeff has this small little offhand comment where he says that some of the dolls look scary (laughs) (laughs) there's just a lot there's a lot in this episode um yes i like that then they drive so they drive back to michelson's and he gives her a doll 
and he gets in like the argument like my favorite line was her telling like how how she's a vivid imagination she's very bright like miss michelson Lair's like well it's, it's a shame she didn't know the hair would grow back since since she's so bright you know like this is such a good larry like dig at what the mom just said yeah so you didn't talk about um basically our first Susie blow up no that's that's right after in no, the room that's next no oh, in, in in sammy's room when she calls larry mr california closets and... that wasn't a huge blow up though no i guess the next one is coming next I mean, the big blow up is then they get back and the music plays and Susie's just standing outside screaming at them so i did some research uh that song is called for whom the bell tolls by johnny ferrio interesting good musical choice good well, research you can go too. Buy that on itunes it's a fantastic track right um so so then they then they drive back to the michelsons to get the head right mm-hmm. so this is what i love before the whole plan starts like when jeff's like i think sammy has a Susie doll a, a judy doll like no problem. And Larry's like, well, won't they know the notice? And Jeff's like, no, no big deal. They'll never know. Like, they've got a million dollars. They'll never know the difference. He's like a thousand percent sure. So confident they'll never know the difference. Obviously, 10 minutes later, they know the difference. And his plan is wrong. And then Larry's like, well, won't they notice? And his new plan is use his fake head. And Larry's like, well, won't they notice the head is different? And Jeff's like, he's like back to thousand percent confidence. Even though he just got caught. He's like, nah, they'll never know the difference. Like, he gives literally the same speech. In the same convincing Jeff tone he gave to Larry a half hour ago and already got caught on. And he's just like back to that mode. Was, yeah. I, I found that really good. I wrote the same thing down. Jeff has this dumb confidence about him in this yeah. episode. Yeah. He just keeps having this dumb confidence even though it keeps getting foiled every time. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. Um, so I didn't have anything else until the, the very end actually. Um. I like that Larry describes the short hair. He tries to defend his choice of cutting the hair again. Yeah, he, every time he goes back to, to the Michelson. The short hair is very it's, becoming. It's very becoming. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, that that was good. Um, And then Jeff wants to know if, if Larry's assistant is going out with anybody. Oh, that was good, too. I missed that. I mean, I, I remember it, but I didn't write it down. Uh, which, yeah, which I mean, asking, was like, like in front of Cheryl, Jeff, like it makes sense. Cheryl hates Jeff. Like Jeff is so stupid in front of her. He has no tact at all. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, no, I, I don't actually want to go out with her. I just want to know. I just want to know. I'm just asking. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. He's just asking. So what were your next notes? No, I didn't have anything till the very end. I was just going to say, I thought it was a good ending the way that like Larry just like freezes and like doesn't even like usually when he gets in trouble he starts yelling at people and like tries to defend himself and like normally i think he would like try to go outside and be like no no i'm all misunderstood but like i think it was good that he just recognized the severity of this and just like jumped for the window yeah and i and we didn't even touch on the majority of the plot points of why this ending is so good with all of the little subplots people yeah every every there's no scene in this episode that's really wasted no, no, I mean, you're right. It all, the water, the doll hair, the girl, um, him being walked in on the bathroom before, uh, it all adds up to the very end. The tattletale, Jeff Le- Larry leaving yep. his post on Cheryl's bathroom, like, it yep. all very much adds up in it's the end. It's all karma, and it adds up perfectly, and it all, it's an orchestra, it's all curbs together at the end. It all curbs together. <laughs> I made that up on the spot. And it works. <laughs> 